0: Good morning and welcome. Thank you for downloading the podcast. Ciao. Good morning. It is the eighth of February. It's about nine twenty in the morning, and it is going to be a gorgeous day today. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, we've had a break, a little bit of break of old man winter's um, cold bite. And, it's um... It's been
1: gorgeous the past two or three days.
0: It's been what I thought winter in Italy was like. True,
1: true. I did not expect snow and ice. I expected sun and shine. It's been, um... <laughs> it's been, like, 60s, 70s. It's been... It's really weird. There's snow on the ground where it's, uh, It hasn't
0: been the 70s. Okay, so well, being well, it a feels dra- like
1: it. Actually being dramatic. Shocking. Oh! <gasps> <laughs> um, <laughs> there's snow on the ground in some parts still where... Uh, the hills stay in the shade. Ah, chicken just entered the hey, house. Hey,
0: chicken just came in the house, excuse
1: me. <laughs> Hello, good morning. And then, in the other parts where the sun hits, it is like shorts and t-shirt. I mean, we'd be crazy if we did, but <clears throat> midday, it's just gorgeous. So we've been trying to do lots of outside projects the past but then, couple days. But then,
0: when you wake up in the morning, everything's...
1: freezing. Everything's
0: <laughs> frosted over, and it's a nice, hard frost. So it's been a big, huge temperature swing, like... You know, 20 know, twenty degrees every day, um, but it's been beautiful, and we'll take it. We've been doing outside stuff. We've been burning, baby. Burning. We uh, we've been trimming the hedges, trimming the um, the like the vines in front of the house.
1: Okay, this is not easy. I know this is boring for most people, but here is what we have to do. We have a, we sit up on a hill. Our house. How high is the hill? I don't
0: know. A Couple, two couple meters, feet.
1: three meters. So. You, it gets covered every year. We have to do this each spring. Cut the bramble and the sticker bushes back. And how you do that is you have to literally do a team of, like, two people. One is using a hand sickle. Like you know,
0: a... Hand knife. A knife. Yeah, a big knife.
1: Like, you would see it in a scary movie or something. <laughs> or you would think, like, ah, that's what killed the babysitter. So, you have to use this. And one person is pulling back the weeds with a rake. And the other has to get in really close to the ground and chop, 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 chop.
0: And you kind of peel it back like,
1: like yeah. skin. Oh, it's gross. And it takes forever. And then
0: you roll it on down to the bottom of the little hill. And when it gets down there, we burn it, baby. We got a little blow. We've upgraded from uh, matches <laughs> to a blow torch. blow torch. And it works great. And, and then the
1: good old doctor is a freaking he's, he's a he's a
0: floquista. Yes. <laughs> um. So it's fun. And then yesterday we did kind of a trashy thing. We took chairs down to the road and <laughs> sat there and watched the all the brush burn. You
1: gotta control it, but we burned a ton yesterday.
0: We did, and it still is kind of uh, crazy for me, because that would never... No, it seems, like, wrong.
1: Like <gasps> You shouldn't start comes. fires, no, or play smoky with Smokey the fire. Bear says that is not a good thing. Not at all. <laughs> I could just... All I could think of was Smokey the whole time. It was
0: Smokey. Anyway, a uh, little bit of housekeeping. <clears throat> Excuse me. Still getting over this throat thing. A little bit of housekeeping. Um, uh, we just want to throw out our website and our um, blog. You do it Okay, this
1: week. so l a t a v a o l a m a r c h e L A T A V A O L A M A R C H E.com or you can find us on the blog on our blog which is latovalamarque.blogspot.com or our recipe page, which is Latavla Marque. Twitter app. <laughs> yes, and Twitter at Latavla Marque. So you can find us in all these different places. It helps so much when you guys download us on iTunes.
0: Leave comments, yes. and ratings. If you guys download the web, the the podcast, you well, you obviously have. Uh, please just click. Take two seconds. Click and leave a rating, and or leave a comment, and it'll really help us jump up the uh, scales. And
1: yeah, it's awesome. And the people who have been leaving comments and stuff, it's great. We have like fourteen uh, comments, I think. So bump it up. Nice. Mm-hmm. You guys are doing great. Um, we want were... or Facebook us. <laughs> we're everywhere, man. Social uh, we were... network. But on that topic, we wanted to thank
0: Thomas from oh, Stockholm. Shout
1: out to Thomas from
0: Stockholm, Sweden, who sent in a great. Um, uh, email with a couple of suggestions and we're going to use your suggestions later on in the podcast. So
1: Thank you for writing to us. That was an awesome email. Um, ah, and along with the housekeeping, a little pronunciation note on last week's um, mention of Veline, which was uh, in the Burlesconi documentary we had talked about and the, girls the showgirls who dance. who dance. And I might have mispronounced it wrong and I think it is more Veline. V-E-L.
0: Mm-hmm the vi- Like
1: a villainous, like Villine, not then valine. Valine,
0: V-A-L. Anyway. Um also
1: Oh kind of based on oh go ahead. The um the
0: pastry though that Yeah, we that's made. what I was just gonna say. Oh, okay, go ahead.
1: So to go from last week's um talk about what was in season with the carnival dolce, we found out some of the local names for some of the pastries. Yeah,
0: fried dough the basically a a donut without a hole. It's kind of just like a fried piece of dough,
1: like a dough ball, but bigger and a little better.
0: With uh, the alchemist, the red liquor on it is called castagnole.
1: And without, you, but you can have it two ways. You can
0: have it two ways. Go ahead.
1: Uh, which we found out the good way <laughs> <laughs> by going to dinner at our neighbor Pia's, and she homemade. She makes these homemade, and they were freaking delicious. After this huge fish dinner, which was also delicious, she pulls out. Three big bowls of these uh, carnival sweets, And they're only from our area. So if you
0: went to, say, up north in, near Milan and went in and, at this time of year and asked for castagnole, they'd you, look, at, they'd look like, at you like, what are you, what are you sh- talking about?
1: Or thinking it was some nut thing. And there's no nuts in it. Well,
0: castagna are chestnuts, but there's no chestnuts in this, even though it's called castagnole.
1: So one big bowl had the um, donut holes with the red. And the, the alchemist. alchemist with a little sugar on top. Then there was another bowl of plain. They didn't have the alchemist on it, but they had honey well, drizzled over it. And delicious. then you drizzle fresh honey on top of it again. <coughs> that is addictive. And then the third bowl had fioki, which are like dough crisps.
0: Yeah, like yeah, like dough, like flat, long, crispy, uh-huh. crispy pieces of the same dough.
1: Like they used to be called something. They used to have them at Taco Time. <laughs> Something like that.
0: Are you comparing this to Taco Time? <laughs> no,
1: but I just know my sister would know what I was talking about. There they had cinnamon and sugar crisps on it. I know what you're talking
0: about. <laughs> yes, cheese.
1: But in no way and shape, am I comparing Pia's desserts to a fast food restaurant in Seattle? But um, what makes, what make what's the secret
0: ingredient?
1: Oh, say it ain't so... It's pork fat, baby.
0: Oh yeah. They are fried in strudo, which is uh, two different kinds of pork fat that we use. Strudo, which is more for pastry, uh, it has no taste, it has no smell of pork to it. And then lardo, which is uh, strudo's boiled, sorry, in water. And then when the fat comes to the top, and lardo is rendered, and that does smell like pork, and it has little bits of crackling in it, and normally is salted, so it's it's delicious.
1: Because I remember the first time we went to use the strudo for baking.
0: I was nervous. I thought it was uh-huh. gonna smell like Megan pig. made
1: pies. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. We had to
0: eat. But anyway, they're they're fried in strudo and um probably not great for you.
1: No, but they also that because that it doesn't penetrate. Oh well, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It's still it go it can't be good for it can't No, but it no doctor will
1: tell you to eat. Except for cardiologists <laughs> named Dr. <laughs> Gaji.
0: If they think fried in pork fat
1: But it makes this incredible crust on it. Oh man,
0: it's delicious.
1: It is so (laughs) freaking good. I don't want Carnival to end. (laughs) And I'm hoping that Jason will make some of these soon. So...
0: Oh yes, that's just what fat Jason (laughs) needs, is to make pastries fried in pig fat.
1: Okay, but it's not like you didn't talk to the butcher about... How if I can? Get. <laughs> he comes back from grocery. Shopping, like, <laughs> well, so
0: when I, I don't... go to the butcher, they have two hundred and fifty gram or five hundred gram little packages of lard or strudel, and I just wanted to know if I can get kilos of it. He said, "Oh yeah, no problem. Just tell, tell him you know much... what you need."
1: <laughs> and he said, "How much is a normal amount?" You said like five to seven kilos. To I asked him. Well, I didn't know how much it would take to fill up a pot for... Castagnoli. it's like, oh,
0: oh, like eh, five to seven kilos.
1: But he do. was happy you were going to try. Yes.
0: <laughs> Which is a ton of pig fat. But anyway.
1: Um, okay.
0: Costumes. We're
1: going to gear up for Carnevale,
0: even though it's still, we still have a month or so. Yeah,
1: but everyone's talking about everyone's it, making getting costumes. Their, getting their costumes together. Mm-hmm.
0: We'll let you guys know what we've decided and... Um, We'll obviously put pictures up of the whole Carnival Festival.
1: What else is in season?
0: Oh, blood orange. Sicilian blood oranges. We start our morning off with our morning cappuccio or cappuccinos. And also a delicious glass of Sicilian blood oranges.
1: We only get to have this for like two or three months. Like February, March.
0: uh, No, it started early this year. It started in January.
1: But they weren't as red.
0: No, they were not as red.
1: Oh my gosh. It is such... They're uh, so
0: cheap too. It's so good. And uh, it,
1: what a bright way to start the day. I know that sounds so cheap. <laughs> but it is. It's this bright orange juice that you're drinking. It's so refreshing. It's beautiful.
0: It is beautiful. And we get a box of six kilos for four euros. So,
1: not a bad price. Not
0: a bad price. Delish. We
1: were in fact told the first time we had this that these were called the cheap oranges. <laughs> <laughs> um, top spots. We thought maybe this week we would talk about some of our favorite places in Italy to visit, in case you are planning your next trip. or uh, Man, cause...
0: we wanted to stay away from the Rome, Venice, Florence: Yeah, like CNM
1: is gorgeous as well, but it didn't make the top list. It's but, it's maybe
0: maybe top places that you would know, uh, that are not on the. Just um, to
1: think about. Add to your list. Maybe next time you come to Italy. Yeah,
0: maybe a drive, a little bit of a poke out there. You'd have to want to drive there. Yeah, these to go. are
1: places that you can't visit if you are via train for the most part.
0: No, not true. No, no, you can go. Well,
1: maybe you're right. Maybe okay. you're right.
0: It's just, it's, it's harder. Anyway, we'll quit talking and start reading.
1: From north to south. Okay, okay. we have to kind of fix this, but.
0: Okay, so starting in the north, we are going to say, where did
1: it go? Dolomites.
0: Ah, the Dolomites. Cortina. Cortina is a tiny town in the Dolomites that hosted the Olympics in, I don't know, what year?
1: But let's tell them where the Dolomites are. Take Venice and go do north.
0: North east west west a little bit Mm -hmm. um there's two regions of the alps for the italians they go to the dolomites or the the people from milan and torino go to the like the mont blanc uh uh, lake como kind of uh alps over that way
1: but we prefer the dolomites the dolomiti alpi di Susi.
0: there's a alpine meadow called the alpi di suisi Swiss, <laughs> Swiss, and it, uh, it's a beautiful, huge alpine meadow. It's something oh. I've never seen before. Um, the peaks in the meadow. Yeah, we really just don't have alpine meadows where you have these giant peaks and the crazy tree, you know, pine trees, and then this gorgeous, huge green meadow. And in the, the little cherry on
1: top is the chalet house yes. right there. It's perfect.
0: So if you um, if you're in Venice and you've got a car not too far from Venice to head north uh, west a little bit to um, Cortina. Um, also things to look for up there. They have a brown bread with speck in there, which is their prosciutto.
1: That's a fumicato, right?
0: I think it is smoked yeah. And if you look for, it, you can't miss it, it's everywhere. It's these little uh, rolls that are brown with speck inside. <laughs> Delicious. Do
1: not pass. Do not pass. And
0: also, it's funny to see them deliver the milk because they oh have. Oh
1: my gosh, it's true. People
0: leave um on their uh, on the street these stainless steel containers that the milk truck, the old style milk truck, drives by and fills up.
1: Those stainless steel containers are about how many liters? Like they were all 15, different sizes, from
0: 10, five five to to fifty liters. It and they kind
1: of are what we would use in our area for either transporting olive oil or wine, but. It was incredible. We literally saw what looks like a gas tanker truck pull up and fill up these milk containers with fresh milk.
0: Yeah, it was pretty cool.
1: That is awesome.
0: So, uh, Cortina, Dolomites, anywhere in the Dolomites is great. Um, (laughs) Heading south.
1: Yep. Modena. Uh,
0: Modena, um, on your way to Rome, or I'm sorry, on your way to Milan from Bologna, you'll pass through Modena. Uh, It's right after Bologna, and it, it is home to where. Traditional balsamic of Modena is made balsamico tradizionale di Modena, and it's totally different from balsamic vinegar that that is in produced industrially. It's um the just the grapes that are mashed and then put in a big cask, and then each year as with a hole on the top covered by this special piece of cloth, and each year as the vinegar uh, evaporates, the water in the vinegar in the in the uh, grape juice evaporates. It gets concentrated more and more and they change the barrels every year. You can go to these... Um, homes. They're in people's homes. They're always in the uh, attic of people's homes. There's
1: only like 200 true um, traditional balsamic makers in Modena, correct? Yes. It's something like a very small number like that that produces can, all of the true balsamic.
0: You can make a appointment and go take a tour of these and taste all the the balsamic. It is so
1: incredibly... Uh, it's a wonderful experience. You come into these people's homes and you become part of um, their family for this short afternoon and you get to sample something that's been in their family for hundreds of years. It is amazing. And they talk about how the balsamic is closer to God than wine because wine is aged in cellars and uh, balsamic is aged as in the attic, which is closer to God. But there's nothing... I don't remember Modena, the city itself, being anything worth seeing, but... That's to, not true. Modena was fun to look around. True, but I'm saying go, go to Modena for the balsamic. Go to Modena for Modena the
0: balsamic, absolutely. And
1: go with money to spend. <laughs> <laughs>
0: because... It's not... No, it's not cheap. But it's not. But when you think of how it took it at least 12 years, up to 30 years, for them to produce this this vinegar, that 50 or 60 euro for, the, for 100 milliliters is not expensive at all.
1: No, and the fancy stuff you bought at Williams Sonoma or, which was 20 bucks. Yeah, is 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 all it's going to be loose. It's not right. It's watery. What you would get here is syrupy. It's syrup. It, we're talking like molassesy. I mean it is thick.
0: It's it's almost and it, t- it just go we grab. Could put it. it on
1: strawberries and gelato, to fish. It is
0: We should do a whole thing of. On we should, yeah, we should do some research I on. It. Know. Okay, so there's another okay, podcast. we could go on, on and
1: on. Um, um, coming down would be Anghiari.
0: Anghiari, San Polcro. Which is in
1: Tuscany. A little piece okay, so of Tuscany. So Modena is in um, Emilia Romagna.
0: Yep. Now we're into Tuscany. Um, about 45 minutes from us are the tiny towns of Sansepolcro Polcro and Anghiari. Two beautiful... Little Tuscan towns that...
1: I don't know. They're, just they're a bit sleepy and they're sweet because of it. It's not overrun with the traffic and the tourism. No.
0: It borders on Umbria
1: uh-huh. and Castello. And Anghiari, um, I like to say, is kind of crusty. Like, you, it's a great place to go take pictures because around every other corner is a great shot. Nothing is um, straight and parallel. Everything is... It's just all crusty and crumbly and it's wonderful. And it sits um, in Tuscany on the top of the... Kind of ridge lo- overlooking Umbria, so you look at the, the
0: um, Umbrian Valley, mm-hmm,
1: which is l- really nice.
0: Um Staying in Umbria would be a Civita di Bagnoregio, which uh, is Rick is a Rick Steves um, little tiny town. It's this tiny town that is basically an island of rock that there's only a footbridge out to. I don't think anyone lives out there.
1: I think like four people. It's something ridiculous. They
0: have an ancient. Um, washer, the uh-huh. ancient... Where they would um, go
1: wash their clothes. Wash
0: their clothes. Um,
1: but isn't it, like, made of limestone or something? Like, why has this whole little... I think there's always just been a footbridge out there. No, no, no. It keeps just crumbling away, I think. It is the most... It is so peaceful to go out to. You're literally on this little island without water surrounding you. It is surreal. It is surreal.
0: There's nothing else to see there except...
1: It's uh, go this, to be quiet.
0: Yeah, and it's beautiful. And it's really crazy to see this little island out, like it's a like gorge. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. So that is Cevita di Bagnoregio.
1: That's in southern Umbria. So then if you go towards our place, well, I guess we kind of stayed in Umbria. So if you went from Modena south towards um, the Adriatic, we would go to Fano. Yes. Which we love. That's on the Adriatic Sea, and it's about 45 minutes from us. And it's just a cute
0: it seaside is. town. There's two parts to it. There's the port and the um, beach, and then there's the city wall, the the old part of town.
1: It's a Roman village town. It has a medieval wall. There's the arch of, of Augustus. Uh-huh. And
0: I don't know. It's our. It's I just love fauna, so I'll throw it on there. I know
1: they've got a great market on Saturdays. Fabulous. Um, every like first or third Saturday, also or Sunday is the um, antique Market, mm-hmm. they do a great Caesar Festival, and Carnival, I love fauna, it's on the list.
0: It is, and if we keep on heading south-west
1: uh, a little bit... Still in the market.
0: Frassassi Caves.
1: So freaking cool. Uh,
0: stalagmites and stalactites. It's and like
1: you're on a whole other planet.
0: It's, it's incredible. It's, uh, there's, it's called Grotto di Frassassi. I
1: think it's like the third largest cave in Europe.
0: The, the grotto. I'm not sure about. I
1: think. That. I think it is. You
0: need to have your. You need to do some research. You're just making. More no, no, statements. no.
1: That's true. That's true. <laughs> it is. You go in. It's always 60 degrees. So it's a great time of year to go when it's cold outside, colder than that outside, or a lot hotter, <laughs> <laughs> or a rainy day.
0: Uh, there's three levels of tours you can take from the hardcore with helmets and oh pulleys to a two-hour kind of just walkthrough. It's in, like, eight different languages, and it's incredible. It'll it's blow your mind. all
1: ages. It's a great way to spend a couple hours in the national um, park. I think it's in the Sublini Park down there.
0: Yes, in, in the Sublini Mountains. Oh, and also there's a place to get um, these yeah, sandwiches on the, on the way there that are just... Um, the pork shoulder sliced really thin and then grilled, and they put it on bread. Grilled on fi- over open fire, put it on bread. There's always a line with, at this cart. It's so. literally
1: like a shack cart truck on the side and of the road. And there's 20 people in line
0: every <laughs> time we've been by.
1: meat smoking out from it. It's awesome. Okay, sorry.
0: We always bring it back to food. Okay.
1: Um, after that, <coughs> let's see here. We're going to go
0: way south. Oh,
1: you wanted to talk about... Puglia. Puglia,
0: the Trulys. There's um,
1: Puglia is the
0: heel, so we're now going all the way to the heel of Italy, um, on the Adriatic coast into Puglia, and um, they have the Trullies, and there's these white houses that are Moroccan influence, Greek no influence. They're cool.
1: They're like nothing you've ever seen in Italy.
0: No, they're not. They look nothing like it, and they're tiny. They're built for little, little tiny people. And Puglia is, is really, really a cool region that doesn't. Um, Well,
1: plus the farther south you get, the more wild west it gets, they
0: say. (laughs) Uh, Puglia is a great place that that doesn't get a lot of publicity, but um, if you've been to Italy a couple times and you're comfortable and you really dig it, then keep going south. And we're going to stay in the south. Um, Um, The only large city on our whole list, we're going to head west, is Napoli.
1: No, no, no. Well, I I also mentioned, I put Trastevere on the list.
0: Okay. Oh, right. I so had to t- talk about Rome. We'll go
1: due west to Rome. Everything goes, all the roads lead to Rome. So, yes, Rome, we didn't, it's not on the list. It is on the list, but how can you not have it on the list? So, instead of saying go to Rome proprio, we say Trastevere, which is like the Brooklyn of Rome. On the other
0: side of the Tiber, I believe it's Tram 4. takes you, <laughs> you don't know. I think it is. I
1: people on wrong trams. It takes
0: you to this little neighborhood called Trastevere, which is. Kind of um, not that far from the city center, but you feel like you're in a different world. Totally. You don't have the hustle and bustle. Cool bars. Yeah, cool. university.
1: Like that's where some, a lot of the students are in the university. A lot of artists. Um, there's a huge market there on the weekends. Great little um, uh, churches and piazzas. But um, a good also wine awesome bar. You can place watch. Place to eat is what is it? Cafe um, Agosto. No, Agosto, not cafe, but
0: Osteria, Osteria, but trattoria. Awesome.
1: Something like that. Augustus? I'll post. I'll post it because it's awesome.
0: So check out... When you're in Rome, check out Trastevere. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Napoli. Na- Napoli... I love Napoli. I don't know why. It's... I do know why. It's just great. It's crazy and gritty and loud and... Um, there's just something about the Napolitani and... It's that, in your place, blood. that place that just... I really like. I couldn't live there, but to go visit and spend a few days is... Is great, I love it. I it's always because have
1: there's like that pulse and that vibe. There is
0: that vibe. You always come away from Napoli with a great story and, um,
1: or feeling like insurged a little bit, like, Woo, all right. Uh, yes, then from Napoli, I say jump on a boat and go to Ischia. You, oh, there's what a... about Capri Capri Capri? First of all, it's Capri. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, tell the story about when we okay. collected the lady.
1: <laughs> so, we went to the, uh, we went to go research, visiting Italy for the first time. And uh, we go to the tourism board, the whatever, in New York. We're talking to a woman looking at a map. We're like, where would you recommend? And and she's like, oh, all of Italy is beautiful. And we said, well, where are you from? And she said, I'm from Capri. And we said, oh, Capri. And I looked at Jason and I thought, "Oh my God, we're such jerks. We totally corrected her on her place of birth, on
0: this pronunciation." Yes.
1: Of oh my God, we're total jerks. So I always think of that now. But we—I have to honestly say—we have never been to Capri, but we have been to Ischia, and Ischia is its sister island that doesn't get nearly as much. Well,
0: the 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 cruise ships. Is that the phone? No. Oh, it is. is. Okay, hold on one second. Got to answer the phone. Sorry. On the phone. So, we live in the foothills of mountains, and um, we have no fixed phone line, no (laughs) real phone line. We only have a cell phone. So, like,
1: what's your phone number? No, no. Like, I'll call you at the house. That doesn't work.
0: No. But um, the cell phone reception is spotty at best out here. So, we have our phone hanging in a tree outside. We're in the kitchen right now. It's hanging in a tree outside. So... You kind of hear the phone ring, and you have to kind of run for it. Or if you're <laughs> in another part of the house or not around, you'll never We're hear like, it.
2: <sighs>
0: <gasps> so those of you who have tried to call us uh, know that it's sometimes not the uh, easiest thing to get a hold of us. But sometimes
1: phone. text messages we receive two days later.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's another thing we'll receive. Just depends SMS on the weather. And.
1: It just depends on the weather.
0: Anyway, back to Iskia. Iskia, beautiful little island, not as crowded as. Uh, Capri.
1: Has um, thermal waters.
0: Yeah, they're really into the thermal the spas. spas. Phenomenal.
1: Uh, Aphrodite was where we went, and that was great.
0: Oh, what was the name of the film that was filmed? Talented it, Mr. Ripley. Yes. But what were they trying to portray? They Capri. Oh, really? I think so. Okay. Okay.
1: But it's beautiful. Go to the back side of the island. There's no one there. Small little fishing boats bringing in delicious fresh fish. And
0: you can get a boat out from Napoli there, and it's like 30 minutes or 45 minutes or something. great. great. place
1: to escape. Um, and you never see that in guidebooks. Yeah.
0: Not really. Um, last but not least, on the island of Sicilia, um, in Syracusa, the ancient part of Syracusa Ortigia. Um, where we just recently went um, to Sicily and stayed five nights in Ortigia, in Syracuse. Beautiful. Love Sicily. Can't go wrong in Sicily.
1: Sir- Syracuse is a little... Uh, Syracuse. I know, but I'm saying it in English. Is a little bit city-esque. But then if you go to this to, little island... To the old
0: old town. The it islands, is yeah. just
1: quintessential Siciliani. And we have wonderful... Uh, experiences with the locals and great daily market,
0: cheap seafood. And a great, um, home base to go see other parts of Sicily.
1: Good. So that was our top spots. Um, now on to this.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This. Good radio. We've been invited to a, um, the boar hunt. It's the, uh, hunting season just ended at the end of January. And um, there's the Boar Hunters Festival. Read or the, the
1: read, we got it Boar we got
0: Hunters A, a party. H- hunter
1: came over last, like two nights ago. We we're like, what <laughs> is he doing here so late? And he drops off this little invitation. Go for
0: it. Okay, so Saturday. Do or, it in
2: your radio oh, voice.
0: So, <laughs> let me just describe the little invitation. It's a yes. card. It's about, I don't know, 20 centimeters or like uh, eight inches long. It's like by, a little postcard yeah, flyer. Yeah, postcard flyer thing. And um, it's got bullet holes in it. It's got, this you wild know, boar, wild boar on the ba- in the background, and it's it says I'll read it in my voice of like the um, the announcers who go crazy for like the motorcycle uh, uh, races and the monster truck routes. You ready? Sabato dodici febbraio ci ore venti. Siete invitati alla festa dei padellari. Those are the those are the gunshot noises. Ingresso Libro a bimbi fino a Dodici anni. Marcello Francesca Live Group. DJ Crouch. Cena Ballo. prenotazione tavolo gratuita. Conferma con So that's what I think that it, that the uh, that the commercial would sound like. The. What I'm going. Talk? But we're going. We're very excited to be invited. And um,
1: Now, let's talk about this for a second. Yeah,
0: so what is the Festa dei Pedalari? Pedalari.
1: Pad- 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 la- pad-
0: Pedalari. Pad-
1: okay, so we thought, oh, this just must mean like wild boar festival. There's a picture of a boar. It was a boar hunter who came and dropped it off. But then we were looking and going, what the hell does Pedalari pad- pad- mean? And we looked it up in the dictionary. No Nothing. go. Nothing. looked it up online. No go. So we call our friend Peter, who speaks Italian and English. English. And Dutch. And we ask him and he says, Oh my god, my I've never heard of this word. I'll have to call you back. And we know that he was like consumed with it, and then he called us back immediately. We We call another we call Rosanna, the doctor's wife, and I'm like, what is this word? And she's like, Oh, it's a dialect word, and it means someone who cooks with a pan. And Well, she said more than that, but But Pidella. Something to do with
0: cooking with a pan, because C- a padella is a pan.
1: Yeah, so pedellari must be something who cooks, someone who cooks with a pan. So we're like, what? I don't know. <laughs> so then we get called back from Peter, who's like, found it. We knew he would call back immediately. And he talked to laria in town. And she said it means something to do with the young hunters, the young boar hunters who missed their target. So...
0: So, like, the green hunters. Yeah, the-,
1: the guys who are young who have missed are throwing the festival, or the boar hunters are throwing the festival for the guys who have missed. We're still not quite sure, but we wanted to tell. you What does bit. it have to
0: do with a pan?
1: <laughs> I don't know! That's part of the fun of learning and new language while you're living in a foreign country. So, that's part of why we were talking about this on here, because we still don't quite exactly know. Festa de Pedalari.
0: Yes, and it's definitely got boars, hunters, and...
1: Young young hunters who miss their targets, and cooking in a pan.
0: (laughs) will not find it in a dictionary.
1: We know we're going, and we're going to eat and dance. Yes. So that's all that's important. So
0: that's what we will be doing Saturday night at 8 o'clock.
1: Yes, and we'll let you know exactly what it means.
0: And how it turns
1: out. (laughs) Yes.
0: Okay, so we're going to close it up this evening. This uh, podcast, our, wow, 30 minutes, our longest podcast yet. Uh, We're going to close it up with um, proverbs or... um,
1: Just like Italian sayings.
0: funny sayings. And this is what Thomas... Italians
1: are filled with them.
0: Yes. And this comes from Thomas from Sweden. We're going to take his two suggestions. Um, We did one last week was, mi sono abufato, which is, um, I'm full, I'm stuffed to... to, Like, I've just eaten myself Silly. Silly. Um, and here's one that means probably pretty much the exact same uh-huh, thing. But
1: probably just from a different area. Go for it. And Dio, mi sono intripato per tre. So that would mean like... I've God. God, oh my God, I've eaten myself for three. So, or I've like stuffed myself for three. But you would also translate like I'm, I have stuffed myself like a pig. Just like you would do the same for me. So no, Say it one more time. Dio, mi sono intripato per tre. <laughs> and he also sent another one in that was good.
0: Motofumo poco rosto. I would think that um that's kinda like all bark, no bite.
1: hmm
0: Lots of smoke, nothing's really roasting.
1: Mm-hmm. So, we'll come up with some more of these because. I like them. They're fun. I know. They're really fun. They're peppered in. we have done the. You wanted a bicycle pedal before.
0: Oh, my, <laughs> you want my favorite one of all
1: time? Go ahead. You can say it again.
0: La madre de idioti es sempre incinta.
1: Yes. So, with that. <laughs> Are you you're not going to
0: translate it? You're going to make people look it up?
1: Well, we talked about it before. Check an old podcast out. Oh, three sticks in <laughs> <from> the house.
0: <laughs> So we, we have the front door to the, oh, we have the front door to the kitchen open because it's so beautiful. All the windows are open. The Italians are really into when it's a beautiful, warm day, you open in the winter, you open up all your doors and windows, and you change the air. Cambia yeah. So we are changing the air. we should, Oh,
1: speaking of changing the air, sorry. How, a little update on the sausages real oh, quick. Oh, yeah.
0: Sausages are looking great. We're, um, how many, were what, a week and a half in, two Something weeks in? Something like that. Um, the sausages are about halfway done. I turn them every day. There's no mold yet forming on the outsides. Um, I should take a picture. We should take a picture uh-huh. and throw it up on the on uh-huh. the blog of how they're doing. The salamis have a ways to go. They're much fatter and bigger. But the sausages, I would say in another week and a half, two weeks, we'll, we'll have some sausages to put in the vacuum seal.
1: Good. All right, let's bring it home, baby.
0: Very good. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. It's been a pleasure. We'll talk to you next week. And from beautiful, sunny, warm central Italy.
1: Arrivederci.
0: Ciao. Buona giornata.